0: Today, I'm reviewing Behind the Cloud by Mark Benioff, the CEO of Salesforce. It is one of the best marketing books ever written. I absolutely loved it, and I want to share the three top lessons that I've learned from it and a few of the cool stories. It will be applicable to pretty much anybody who runs their business. Why? Because... It really makes you think about your brand. It makes you think about your message, about your purpose, and how could you do things differently compared to everybody else? Because if you're doing the same thing that everybody else is doing, you're you're doing the same thing as your competitors, you're gonna get the same results. And if you're trying to outbid people on Google Ads or on Facebook, that's just not going to work. Like that just doesn't really work. And Every company can really benefit from awesome market positioning, delighting their customers, building a strong company culture. And Mark really provides incredible examples. How could you emulate that? Not necessarily copy, but just take some of the inspiration from it. Before we jump into the lessons, the quick story uh, for those who don't know, Mark Benioff was, he left Oracle in July, 1999. He was working there full time. He had this idea like, hey, we are going to create this cloud-based software and we will run it. And we will be really cool because it will be all in the cloud, you don't have to have a proprietary software, you don't have to install anything locally in your machine, just go on your browser, type a URL, and then you can start using the product. He told this idea to the CEO um, of the company. And he didn't he thought it was pretty cool. I believe it was Siebel. And but what happened was that he thought it was only good for small businesses. So essentially Mark decided, hey, I'm gonna leave and I'm gonna start my own thing and I will build it from there. And what really happened was from the very beginning, Mark, he knew the benefits of being a publicity, of making friends with reporters, providing them with aggressive promises whenever he got a chance. and he put a lot of stunts in when he was building out Salesforce, uh, started with an expensive party where caged actors represented the hell of enterprise software, uh, and it really drew attention to the company's mission. The company's mission was no software, and it was strong, it was polarizing, and it was very new for for the late for late 90s, for early 2000s. And that gained a lot of publicity to the company. And they went as far as protesting uh, in front of the annual user conference, which was anti-Siebel, <laughs> which was um, a Siebel conference, which was pretty amazing. It only worked though, because the product could back it up. The stunts were really good. Product could back it up and it was good number three three lessons that were the most interesting from this book from my perspective number one always go after Goliath and as you know Benioff really went after Siebel Systems which was a Goliath at that time and he did it in ways as creating mock protests he created a ton of marketing stunts and And they executed really well. They developed tactics. They executed very strong events and public relations strategy. They had a very clear message. No software. It was very different, very radical at that time. Nobody was doing that. And any founder should take his advice and think to the heart as, is they go up against their Goliath. You have to define who is your Goliath, why you're going after him, because if there's no, if you're just doing something a little bit better than others, or even if it's a, bit, a quite a bit better, but there's no clear, it's not very clear who you're going up against. It doesn't have to be a company, it can be something else, then it will be a lot harder to acquire customers and gain publicity and be seen um, from all this massive competition. Number two, you wanna focus on your marketing on end-to-end user of your product. You wanna focus your marketing to the end user of your product, even if you're in B2B. What really happened when Salesforce launched, uh, all the companies were marketing to executives, to those folks who were decision makers, who had the money, who had the budget. And that's not what Salesforce did. Essentially what they did, they really started marketing to, instead of pitching execs, they uh, really started marketing to end users of their products, sales agents, customer service, uh, service people, and they even developed the city city tours uh, that were dedicated to celebrating real customers packed with keynotes, user demos, customer presentations, and even posters of users as a tribute. Uh, And then eventually, Salesforce replicated that by hosting private cocktail parties, which were less costly, but as user-focused, and that uh, bottom-up approach was very, very effective, and and Benioff really accounts that to be a big part of uh, him being able to build a billion-dollar business. And another part of what they did, they focused a lot on unbiased reviews and testimonials. They really embraced social proof. Uh, so things that that are coming from the users, coming from individuals that are published in the news, and the ones that are really just not, it's not like the marketer writes a case study, it puts it up. Everybody knows marketers write case studies. Benioff really focused on, hey, we're just gonna take the reviews, think of it as Amazon reviews and put it up and make it as authentic as possible. We're not gonna touch it. And it was very, very successful. Lesson number three, always do what's best for the customer. Even if it scares you, it might hurt your business. And that's really what the Salesforce did at that time, because they talked about no software or end of software. And what they had to do as an example, they had to embrace this multi-tenancy multi-tenancy cloud based model. And what it really meant was that users could use software right from Salesforce servers, but they still worked with their own data. It's like kind of like everyone in an apartment building that pays cleaning fees, but still has their own apartment. and you have to remember the cloud computing, it became obviously standard, but at that time it was super scary. It was 2000 uh, and it allowed Salesforce to give all users access to new features and updates simultaneously. It improved experience for everybody when they when they had this multi-tenancy model. And if you look at the cloud-based SaaS companies, a lot of them are proclaiming to be SaaS, but they're not true SaaS because not all of them are multi-tenant model there. A lot of them would say they're SaaS, but they're they're actually on-premise solutions, which means they have software uh, running on their own servers, and, and that's not real SaaS. But anyways, you want to focus on your customer. And here's what I liked a lot about the book. These are the three main lessons, and things that I really liked a lot were the following. Doing things differently than others. I think that's just a given. You have to do something that everybody else is not doing. If you're running a conference and everybody else is running the conference, then then just don't run the conference. Do something else. Create a, uh, some sort of a PR event or create a, a party. or Or if you are running a conference, then do it in a different way. Uh, instead of uh, make it like a rock concert. And if everybody else from your B2B company is doing the same boring conference, you're going to stand out. Uh, And yes, there will be a risk, but doing things differently than others really allows you to, to gain more traction, to have the publicity, to have people sharing that their experiences, if it's executed well. You should not be afraid to take a stance against something. And Salesforce took a stance. They said no software. Then recently they took a stance against, they refused to do business with gun manufacturers in the US. And that's a stance that they decided, hey, we're not going to do that. We're not going to support these businesses. And it doesn't have to be as political as it is, but you want to have a stance against something specific. Again, think about it as David versus Goliath. You wanna experiment a lot with your marketing. Experiment a lot, not just Google ads, uh, paper per click or Facebook ads, but actually real marketing, for example, for Salesforce, offline events were super effective. They were running conferences, they were running user sessions, and they had a ton of success with it. You have to experiment and find what really works for you. Creating a steady stream of social proof. Social proof is everywhere. It is absolutely a must for any business. And those are reviews, reviews from people, real people. uh, And I'm always asking for reviews, by the way, six stars. (laughs) Um, But it is true, like for any business, doesn't matter how many buyers, how many decision makers are in the room, the reviews will matter. People go on G two Crowd. They will go on uh, on on you know on any other B two B vendor review website, and they will they will want to know. And the same thing for um, for any any materials that you create or case studies. Um, case studies are not as great because everybody knows marketers write them. So you want to focus on something that is completely authentic that uses the words from the customer unedited untouched that's how we buy if you want to buy something that's how we do it we go on amazon and look for reviews and we make a decision next one is you want to crush your competitor customers you want to crush your customers biggest hesitations whatever the thing is that customers like i'm not sure about that you want to crush it and the way that mark did it it was super cool he when they didn't have the office, he would rent the whole suit, the hotel suit, and in a five-star hotel and run meetings there. And not in the client's office, not in the, even in the hotel restaurant, the hotel suit. They, at one point, they rented the whole castle, turned it into the office. That's when they were a startup. And as you know, when you're trying to do business, you don't wanna be doing the business with a startup. You wanna do a business with something else, with like a bigger uh, company. So that's what Salesforce was doing. They also put their offices next to a major brand like Microsoft and feed it off the halo effect. And this is a this is a PR strategy. They put an office and say, hey, we're just right by Microsoft, come over. And it is very effective. Of course it worked because it was, customers were hesitant to do business with a cloud computing startup back in 2000 when everybody was on pre, using on-premise software. Uh, and this is how they overcome it. You want to nail your market positioning and always ask yourself, what's my message? What am I trying to communicate to to my market? Position yourself as the leader or against the leader in your industry and the last one, and as always, a very important one is to lighten your customers. Megan and Salesforce always does it. They make minor upgrades every week. They unveil major features every three to four months, uh, and they brand them according to the seasons and fashion industry, as fashion industry does. They, they do a lot of these things. They work extremely, extremely well. So these are the three lessons, and... Some other points, why I like this book a lot, I think this is one of the best branded books, marketing books, written with great stories from Mark Benioff, the CEO of Salesforce. I hope you guys liked it, this episode, and found some value. I would recommend you to check out the whole book. And if you did, you can go on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, that would be very much appreciated. Or you can share some thoughts with me on LinkedIn. Just drop me a message or send me a connect invite. And what book do you want me to review next? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you guys. But otherwise, have a great one. And I will see you in the next episode.